0: Welcome back to Test Talks. My name is Tessa and I'm your host. Today I want to give you a trigger warning. This episode is about mental health including suicide. This is the experience of a young girl who began to experience depression anxiety when she was in second grade. I'm going to let her introduce herself and she's going to share what she has been going through since second grade and what has worked and what has not worked but she's also going to touch on the subject of not being here anymore. So if this is a subject that is sensitive for you and you cannot handle listening to someone talk about suicide, then I suggest skipping this episode. Otherwise... Uh, You may also want to grab some tissues. This was a very hard interview to do, but I'm really grateful that she wants to share her story and hopefully help someone. So let's get started. Hi, Emma. Thank you so much for joining me today. Yeah, of course. Um, Just can you give me... Uh, let my listeners know just a tiny bit about whatever you would like to share about yourself, like what you like,
1: um, and maybe even how old you are. All right. Um, I love animals, and I want to be a vet when I grow up. Nice. I'm currently in high school, and I'm 15 years old. Okay. So, um, so let's just
0: kind of start with okay, you're, you're 15. And the reason I've asked you on today is, um, because you've had an experience with mental health and you shared your story with me. Your parents talked with me about your story and it's, it's important for us to share our stories, right? So that other people, maybe, maybe it will help them. Yeah. Um, when I was young for, you know, what I remember. Um, I don't remember there being very much of like a mental health crisis. And so it was really hard for me to understand how kids your age, you know, teenagers and even younger could mm-hmm. really struggle with, um, you know, how they felt about themselves and to such an extreme way. So do you remember, um, do you remember when you first began to struggle, or? or do you remember when you realized you were struggling?
1: I remember in second grade is when I really, it really all started. It started with me not wanting to go to school, which was weird because I used to love school. As a child, I would love going. I would love seeing my teachers doing the work, hanging out with friends. But, um, my parents found it off that I didn't want to go to school. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I didn't, I just didn't want to leave the house. And, um, so it started off with not wanting to go to school, lying that I was sick, and it got worse as it went on through the second grade school year. Um, I would start getting really upset if my parents made me go to school and on days that i did go to school i found it hard to like i found it hard to think i was just really sad i wanted my parents and one day i was at school and my mom was volunteering and the kids were at pe and i'd stayed back in the room and i just started sobbing uncontrollably. And no one knew what was going on. I didn't know what was going on. So my mom just took me home early. And after that day, I, had, I hadn't I had gone to school in a week, which was very unusual for me because I had had almost perfect attendance my entire life up until then. So my parents thought that something might be up. Maybe I'm going through, like, bipolar or something. So I was taken to a therapist and diagnosed with depression and separation anxiety.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: So that's when it really started.
0: Was second grade.
1: Okay. And so as
0: you... As you got a little bit older, um, did the therapy help or did your anxiety and um, depression get
1: worse? As I got older, talking about it definitely helped. I was always really open to my parents, but it just got worse as I got older. Okay, so it didn't
0: get better. No. But it did help to... T- but I'm I'm so glad that you were able to talk to your parents about it, though. Like, that you had someone that you knew you could talk to. Yeah. Because you know? I will say that, um, you know, at, while while you were that age, I had no idea that that was what you were going through. No clue at all. Like, so you put on a pretty good poker face, girlfriend. So before your parents realize something was going on and you didn't really realize what you were going through right
1: yeah i my mom thought i had bipolar and yeah. i didn't even know what that word meant i associated it with polar bears um i didn't know what was going on and i thought maybe you know this is how people grow up mm-hmm. they get really confused and sad randomly and everyone kept telling me that it will get better and back then when i was younger and i thought all adults knew everything that it was it was going to get better yeah it did get better but you know at the time so i kept having the feelings and what helped a ton was My parents making it, making sure that I knew that I could talk to them, if Mm -hmm. that makes sense. Because I know a lot of kids, they feel like they can't talk to their parents. They feel like they have to hide it. And some parents, they give off that impression. The parents, you know, don't really let their kids talk to them, but always having someone to talk to. It doesn't even have to be a parent. It mm-hmm. could be something that I found easier as I grew up and stop talking to them. A stuffed animal, a pet to just let everything out to.
0: Yeah, some something or someone to talk to too. Because when we when we hold it in, um, it can get worse, right? Um, or we can start having, you know, different feelings that we don't understand. Um, it's not good to hold anything in. I don't think, I think we need to let it out. We need to talk to people. So I think that's wonderful that you were able to, um, to to have someone to talk to, um, how, so at the beginning, um, how did you cope even with starting to see a therapist? What kind of coping skills did you learn? Um, that you were able, that maybe you think helped you?
1: I found that music would help kind of soothe everything. Loved listening to music. So what kind of music? It's kind of hard to explain. It was music that was, it's music that was popular at the time, Uh but music that had very specific lyrics. That mm. made me like really connect to someone or something, mm-hmm. which really helped. Another thing that helped was I would use a lot of like, I didn't know what this was at the moment, but analogies and um metaphors. I would, you know, picture it and I explain the picture. I would, draw things that would help. I would, you know, compare it to things like adding wood to a bonfire. So that really helped get my point across to my parents of how I felt. My therapist um, gave me some really helpful things. She had us make a toolbox where we wrote like coping mechanisms that we've learned on little cards and then put them in a little box. And so when I needed them, I could open my toolbox and I would use the cards. She also had me make something called a feelings jar, which was a really cute idea. You just take this mason's jar and all you need is water, glitter, and glue. So you fill it up with water, not fully, and then you add some glue to it and add some glitter. And so pretty much when it rests, all the glitter settles to the bottom along with the glue. And when you shake it, all the glitter is just everywhere in the water. And it was kind of like a helpful representation of what my mind kind of feels like when I get into those moves.
0: What do you think... Um... At the beginning, when you were second, third, fourth grade, what do you think made your made you feel worse? What were some things
1: that triggered you? Some triggers for for me was the schoolwork was definitely a trigger. Mm-hmm. Something I found that made it worse, way worse, were timers. I had never been a big fan of timers. I hated them. Mm-hmm. But how having- Too so much pressure. Too much pressure, yeah. yeah. So having like a clock counting down just made me really stressed. And then with I'd always been like a great, like straight E student. So the pressure of trying to keep those E's up was a lot of pressure. My parents, you know, not really knowing what was going on and trying to get me to go to school that kind of stressed me out. So the stress of going
0: plus the stress of getting work. perfect grades, yeah. yeah. All of that. So have you been able to, like, do those things still trigger you? Or are you have you worked on them to where you're a little bit more comfortable now with school and your grades,
1: they still kind of trigger me. But I've been able to work on it. And my parents now that they understand more, they're mm-hmm. kind of like laying off, you know, it's better. Yeah. So they, the pressure, even from parents
0: nagging at you to do all these things, right? Yeah. Okay. So your parents actually recognized it. So you didn't need to go and ask them for help. Is that correct? Um, Or did you sort of?
1: I sort of did. I would kind of give little signs that I was feeling weird. I was having these thoughts. And so I kind of asked them for help. Mostly they noticed it. Were
0: you still at the point um, where you didn't understand what it was then? Or did you ever get to the point where you you knew that you were struggling, but you didn't want to ask for help?
1: Um, I kind of knew what it was. I didn't really go on the internet much because I was so young. After talking to my therapist and them kind of explaining it to me, I kind of understood. So I would ask my parents for help on days that I really needed. it. So how do you feel now? Um, now I feel way better, you know, so many less bad thoughts on... I have so many coping mechanisms. I've surrounded myself by amazing friends and family. Mm-hmm. And it's just gotten so much better. That's good. Can I ask you, did you ever feel like you were at a super low point? Absolutely. Yeah. I believe it was fifth grade and a lot of middle school, maybe sixth and seventh. When I was at a really low point, I was having tons of thoughts of hurting myself, and sometimes I did, and I wouldn't tell my parents about it because I was at that point where I felt the need to be more independent, but not in a good way, Right. and I would get really upset and my parents would nag me to go to school and do homework lots. And I would get get in a lot of fights with my parents. And I had a lot of suicidal thoughts. And I would try to run away from home a lot. And I was at that age where I didn't want to talk about it.
0: So even though you had already had a therapist and were talking with your parents, you still got to a point later where you didn't want to talk about it. Yeah. Okay. What was it that made you want to run away or hurt yourself? Like, can you explain like maybe what, how you felt?
1: It was, it wasn't like one specific reason. And it was, it's so hard to explain. It was Mm -hmm. just this thought, this feeling that, okay, so everyone has different reasons of hurting themselves. Right. But my reason was, you know, it would be better off if you were gone or you deserve this. It's very tough to explain. A lot of times it made me feel better when I hurt myself. Obviously, Mm -hmm. it made me feel worse, but in that little moment when I was hurting myself, it was kind of like, you know that saying it hurt so good. That's kind of what it was like. It was like, it felt relieved. You felt relieved when Mm -hmm. you yourself because you're getting emotions out, I guess, without anyone having to know. And do you still feel that
0: way or what have you done or what, what is, what is happening now to
1: help you to stay away from that? Things that are helping is Again, surrounding myself with really positive and trusting and supportive people. I've talked about it a lot. I'm very aware that hurting myself is not a good solution. Just understanding it more, taking medicine that makes me feel better, you know, um, not letting myself get to those dark points and telling someone before it gets that bad. And how do your parents help you now? My parents are very supportive. They don't nag me about grades. They really understand. And I think it's a lot of self-growth that has helped me as well. They don't have to nag me to go to school because I have been able to tell myself to go to school. I've been able to get myself up out of bed. I've been able to find the energy to get work done. And that really helps because no one else has to do it for you. And you don't feel like there's that pressure
0: of, oh, they're going to come in and start bugging me because now you're you're doing it for yourself. Exactly. So when you start to have those bad feelings or thoughts again, What do you do to push them away?
1: When I start having them, I will, you know, kind of, I feel like when I have those, I start becoming like negative energy. Mm -hmm. So I will surround myself by a bunch of positive energy to level myself out again. Friends, family. Mm -hmm. I
0: was going to say, does it help to go and tell your mom or your dad, like, hey, I'm feeling this way again? Yes.
1: I. I don't really have them that much. I will go to friends and be like, you know, hey, what's up? I'm not feeling too great. And they will, you know, maybe they'll sit with me on a phone call and we'll talk about stuff that's going on in our lives. Or, you know, they'll just be there and we'll have fun. We'll play video games together. And that will kind of bring my mood up. That's good. So you feel that your
0: your friends are like you trust them enough that you can talk to them. And it's not embarrassing.
1: Yeah. It's specific people, friends that I've known for a really long time or friends where we have really made connections. And I feel like I can be vulnerable around that. Well, and it's good to have that. Um, and I'm, I'm glad that
0: you have that support and that you've it's been able to help you. Um, so how would you describe um, like a good day for you? How would you describe when you're happy, when things are going good?
1: A good day, more smiling. I mean, you don't realize it at the minute. You might. Sometimes you'll just catch yourself smiling for you know, not a big reason. It'll just be a little thing that makes you happy. And you realize, you know, hey, I'm happy right now. And it feels (laughs) really good to realize that you're happy after everything that you've gone through. There's not really any of those nagging voices in the back of your head that are telling you stuff. They're just silent. You're mind kind of feels more empty, and you just feel more normal. So what, um do you
0: still use music now to help you relax or to help you get out of that bad mindset? Like what else, what do you do now as a 15 year old?
1: Yeah, um, I definitely use music a ton, because that is something that helps me so much, singing, you know, the kind of shower singing that you'll blast music while you're in the shower. I'll do that in my bedroom. I'll just sing my heart out. That helps me. Hugging stuffed animals or kind of maybe even watching YouTube, watching one of your favorite YouTubers that makes you laugh, Mm -hmm. talking to a friend that makes you laugh a bunch. That really helps because it takes your mind out of the reality of everything. And you can kind of just have a safe haven around you where you don't have to feel anything negative because you're in a positive bubble.
0: Because obviously these stresses, it's not necessarily someone that is making you feel this way, but how, because I I know your family. So like, how do your siblings help or make you know make things better or make things worse and how do you not be mad at them when you know like it's not really them that's the problem
1: (laughs) i'll say this they don't help that much (laughs) um they (laughs) make things worse sometimes not terribly worse Mm -hmm. well and i hope not on purpose right not on purpose oh um uh one of them do The other two don't. My little sister, my little sister, she is definitely a menace. He will purposefully annoy my brothers. You know, she'll do things that she knows might annoy me. What I find helpful is staying in my room. When I start getting really upset at them, Uh, it's better to just walk away, walk away, go to my room, close the door, music, call friends, take myself out of that. And eventually it will just blow away. Yeah. I think what
0: a, what an amazing thing to go from not understanding what's going on to realizing you need to take yourself out of a situation so that you don't like go down that dark hole, you know? Exactly. Yeah. Uh, Do you feel more in control then um out of control like do you feel like you've been able to come to that point where you're more in control of those thoughts and your feelings
1: yes i i feel like i can control it a lot better i feel like you know when the voice tells me something i can reprimand it i can tell myself something else and it will just push those negative feelings away it sometimes it doesn't work sometimes it's not long term but it definitely helps a lot that's good and has obviously including your mom and dad has really
0: helped you as well absolutely I mean I know that they still annoy you I, I just anyway I love the relationship you have with your parents uh from what I see it's funny it's genuine um mm-hmm. and i can tell when you get annoyed Definitely. but i i think you're very blessed to have such loving parents i know it can be annoying Definitely. sometimes but i know that they love you i know they love you so much and you are very lucky that you do have parents who who want you to talk to them and include you um because they are worried about your you know your well-being and your mental health when i was growing up there weren't i never really heard of Kids my age feeling this way and going through things like that, yeah. um, and now there's just so much of it, and people are afraid. Kids are afraid to talk to people. They feel like they'll be put down judged. or made fun of, mm-hmm. judged. For you, Emma, what would you, what advice would you give to kids your age or even younger? who might be struggling the same way you did what would you what would you tell them
1: i'd advise you going to the doctor isn't always the solution but talking to someone about it if you don't trust your parents with it talk to an adult that you really trust someone that you find as a good figure like a teacher that you feel like you can really trust, a school counselor. It just feels good to get it out and you can find help. And I know a lot of kids, they don't like therapy because they don't like talking about their feelings and it kind of forces them to bottle things up, which is where I suggest talking to a stuffed animal until talking to a stuffed animal or a pet until you get comfortable enough to be able to talk to people about it. People truly can help. And there are some points where a therapist can only help you to a certain amount, to a certain point. They they don't know exactly how you're feeling. You're the only one that can that knows how you're feeling. So draw things out, you know, if you're a songwriter, write a song about it. The drawings don't have to be good. The lyrics don't have to match up. It just has to be something that you're feeling and get it out on paper or something. That will help people really understand like what you're going through. It won't be exactly how you feel, but it will be something and it will feel really good to get out.
0: So your mom had told me and she shared with me that you um actually drew something for her yes. to help her understand how you feel. Yes. How has that helped I guess your mom understand more?
1: It was a picture and it used colors and pictures can, you know, explain things. A picture is worth a thousand words. Pictures can help someone visualize what's going on inside your head. Because sometimes words can't explain the feelings you're feeling. When I felt sad, I didn't know that there was something called depression out there. All I knew is that it felt dark. It was like a shadow. So Mm -hmm. I would draw that out. I would draw me and this big shadow looming over me. And that helped my parents understand she might be suffering from depression. It would reach parts of the mind that words wouldn't be able to reach. And how has that helped you and your parents
0: um, with your siblings and seeing how they're acting and if, if they are in need of help?
1: It has helped my parents if. While my brothers is going through something, they would explain the picture. They would say, hey, do you feel this dark shadow looming over you? And my siblings might say yes. They might say no. They might say yes. And it would help them kind of realize and put pieces together that maybe they're suffering the same thing that I suffered. It would give them more knowledge that school can't teach us. It's a better explanation than jumping to conclusions and thinking, okay, my kid is acting off, he has to be depressed. It will kind of help visualize things because I know kids, they talk through pictures, they like to visualize things. I've always been a very visual person and it just helps so much more having a picture of it on paper than having to put it into words. And your experience, has it
0: helped you to even, to help some of your friends? Like, do you know other people who have gone through the same thing?
1: Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I, it has helped me with some family members. It has helped me with friends. Sometimes friends will, you know, be down and I will just maybe from the trauma of it, I would be able to tell That my friend is going through something just from a text message. And I'll be like, hey, is everything okay? I'll be able to check up on them. I'll understand what feelings they're having. And I can explain it to them. Through all of this, at the moment, it really didn't feel good. But like now that I'm older and it's kind of getting better, I feel like it was really good that I went through this. Because I had the power to go through it. So now I can pass down my experience to some people who might not have the strength that I had, and I can give them the strength that they need to overpower this. And
0: sometimes it's hard to see that, especially at your age. So I think it's really awesome that, you know, you've been able to realize that you went through something super hard and you still struggle, but now you can help people. I think it's really important. Um, for kids your age and younger to understand that there is help. It's not embarrassing to struggle with mental health. We all struggle with mental health. Mm -hmm. And so we need to be more open about it and talk to people so that we don't get to such a low point that we want to hurt ourselves. Exactly. Um, So do you have any other advice that you would like to, to tell my listeners before we, before we go?
1: Sometimes these feelings are inevitable and Sometimes people that tell us it'll get better, it might not always be true in that moment. Maybe in a couple years, you'll feel better. Maybe after you've talked to someone, sometimes maybe someone doesn't exactly have a trusted adult to talk to. If there is a friend that you feel you can really truly trust and that you feel can really help you, maybe a friend that's gone through it like me, maybe talk to them about it they could help you get through it. Obviously, don't dump all of your problems on them. It's so much better to turn to people, use words, use what you were given in your body to help you instead of turning to drugs, alcohol. In the moment, it might make you feel better. It might be easier hitting a vape than going up to someone and saying, I think I need help. It might be easier to just sneak a bottle out of your mom's cabinet than to go up to a teacher and tell them that you're having bad feelings in the long term drinking vaping it's not the perfect solution that everyone makes it out to be
0: it can hurt you
1: um more right it can make it it worse it can it can elevate those feelings which you don't realize and i know there are warnings about it everywhere you know Vaping can kill your lungs and stuff like that and annoying to see those, but it is true. Maybe you don't wanna listen to it right then, but sometimes look in a mirror and ask yourself, what really is helping? Look in a mirror, ask yourself, is vaping actually helping me? Look back at all the times you've done it. Has it really made you feel better? Look back at all the friends you have which friends do I feel are actually there for me? And which friends do I have to put a fake mask on just Mm -hmm. to fit in with them, to fit in with society? Surround yourself by real people. So many people pretend to be things that they're not. Mm -hmm. And I think that's why depression levels have gone up. We've kind of been separated as a community. We hide our actual selves just to fit in with everyone else and it pushes our feelings down and it builds them up it adds wood to the fire and eventually you can't hold it all and you explode um what would you say to parents to parents i would say kind of understand your children you might not have gone through it before be the parent that is there for your kids be the parent that w- is willing to understand without judging. Be that one parent that your kid thinks is the coolest parent alive. They can talk to you about anything and you won't judge. You might have your own opinions, but understand that this is a different time. Generations have changed trans people, the LGBTQ even if you don't support it, just take a second to think about it. This is your kid and they are feeling this way. You can't change someone. So mind as well support them along the way. Yeah. Be there for them, right? Be there. Be
0: someone who that they can trust and come to, to express how they feel so they don't do something they shouldn't do.
1: Be there before
0: it's too late. Yeah. Emma, I am so sorry that you have had to go through all this, but. I can see how it's made you strong. And I am very grateful that you are still here and that you are working on being the best that you can be. I
1: love that. One last thing for people that do have suicidal thoughts before you really go through with it, and it might be hard in the moment, really think, okay, if I do this, what will I be missing out on? The one thing that kept me going is being a vet. I wanted to be a vet so bad and I I would think, well, if I go through with this, the chances of me becoming a vet may be low, but what if I do get that job? What if I do pass that interview? Think of everything you might miss, even if it's almost impossible. Meeting your favorite celebrity. You miss 100% of the shots that you don't take. If you go through with it, you're never gonna get to see people you love grow. You're never going to get to see yourself grow. And I think if you just think throwing it all away will help, maybe, you know, it's better if you don't exist. The people that really love you are going to be hurt by your action. That's what I would always keep
0: in mind. In that moment, you think, oh, everyone will be better off. In actuality, in real life, it's not. They aren't better off without you. They're now hurting even more than they were before. You yourself will be missing out on so much. I think it's really, you know, the more we talk about it and the more people are able to not hide it, maybe there will be the less chance of, of suicide.
1: There are certain things that I feel do make it worse. News reports, you know, 20,000 more kids have died from suicide than last year. And I feel like that makes it go up. But putting it in positive perspectives, like think about what you'll be missing, that could make it go down. Connecting us more, finding something that can connect with as a community. Sure, we all might be sad and be going through depression. We might hate our jobs, hate school, but we should find positive things to connect that to. Not what do you hate about school? What do you look forward to after? Are there any parts of school that you actually like? I know a lot of my friends, they just go to school to see the friends. They just go to school to hang out with people. Maybe that's something we should connect with each other. We all go to school just for the friends. Yeah. You've you've got to, in
0: any situation and in any point in life, no matter what your age is, you have to recognize the good and the positive, because if we don't, we will all be miserable. None of us will want to be here. Bringing ourselves out of that deep, dark depth and looking for the positive and focusing on helping others can really, it's a really positive thing. Yeah. And at the
1: very least, if we are miserable, why not do it together?
0: <laughs> why not be miserable together? Exactly. You're right. You're right. You're right. Oh, Emma, thank you so much, I appreciate it.
1: Thank you for having me on here.
0: I'd like to thank those of you who joined us today on Test Talks. I know this was a difficult subject. I am grateful that Emma has chosen to share her story. If you know someone who might need to hear this, Please share it with them. Um, if you are struggling and need someone to talk to, and you don't feel you have anyone that you can talk to, remember that there is a suicide prevention number, um, 988, and you can call and talk to them anonymously at any time. They are there to help you. Um, I am also here to help you. Please reach out to me at Test Talks on Instagram. I will be more than happy to help set you up with a therapist, a life coach, or even just someone who has the time to listen and to help you out. This is a very sensitive subject. It's not talked about enough. Our children are struggling, and instead of ignoring it and pretending like they're going to grow out of it and that... They're gonna get over it and everything is gonna be okay. We need to realize that this is a real disease that is taking over our world and we need to do something about it. Please check on your friends. Have a check in with your kids, um, your parents, anybody. Anybody that might struggle in any way that you've just kind of brushed off, check in on them. Make sure that they are okay. We need to be there for each other. Just as I never realized that Emma was struggling, we may not realize that someone is struggling. And we really need to be there for each other and not be afraid to talk about this and do something about it. Though I am grateful for Emma. I'm grateful that her parents allowed her to come on and share her story. And I'm going to be visiting with her parents and that interview is going to be really hard as well to listen to. It is going to be amazing to hear from the parent's perspective and what has helped change them and what has helped them help their daughter. So I hope that you will join us again next week. And as always, love hard, live full, and laugh often. See
1: you next time.